Hello there, nerds, and welcome to Go to Their 30 Rock Podcast, a weekly chronological journey through 30 Rock, looking at the jokes, the references, the highs, the lows, and all of the blurks that come with one of the best shows in the 21st century. As always, I'm your host, Curtis Stone, and joining me is... David Amick. And welcome to episode 62, season 4, episode 4, entitled Audition Day, originally airing November 5th, 2009. David, if you would please give us a quick summary slash synopsis of this episode. Liz knows who she wants to hire as the new cast member, but she has to get Jack to think that it was his idea. So Pete sets up his Hornburger method to make sure they select their chosen one. Also, Jenna and Tracy try to screw up the auditions because they just can't handle that someone else is going to be hired. Also, Jack got bed bugs. Yeah. Uh, I, it, bottle episode is not the right word for this. I feel like you've used that many times, I and do. it's never actually been a bottle episode. I know, and I don't think we ever actually get a bottle episode on 30 Rock, except maybe one of the live shows. We'll get there. No, but I mean, like, bottle episode in that it mostly takes place in well, one central area. It doesn't mean mostly. Bottle means it's all within know, the I same... I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Anyway, anyway, uh, but this is... One, actually, there yeah, there's a couple of scenes outside of Thirty Rock, so ninety percent of this episode takes place in Thirty Rock. Um, but yeah, no, this is definitely uh, one of the highlights I think of season four, if not the entire show, because it's so off the rails. It's it's that frantic pace. It's just everything's pushing to something. There's no wasted momentum. Everything is vital to the story. There's no small moments that are just lost in the shuffle just everything's working to this whole auditions this plot of finding the right person for the cast and for the show um yeah it's just it's a lot of fun especially like i and i I just called it this first viewing but even in the cold open they set up the robot will be the winner because there's just a couple of lines of dialogue that spoiler I know spoiler alert for a ten year old show, um, but it's and, and just sort of seeing it all come together, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, seeing all the different variety of people auditioning in their various ways is a lot of fun. You can see more character than we've seen of a lot of these uh, either new faces or uh, people that have been on the show for a while. So it's a lot of fun. Hmm. On the episode. I liked it. I'm so, <clears throat> I wasn't expecting you to say that you thought it was the highlight of the season or the series because I to me it was that to, to me it didn't sound to me that much, but I did. But I did think it was a solid episode. I just think like it's one of the episodes when you think of Thirty Rock, it's like it it just pops into your head. Oh, like if you say like what would me. you what would you say like as a top ten episode of Thirty Rock? I think a lot of people would point to this one because yeah. it's, it's I don't remember it at all. Frantic and really yeah. At all, like seriously, like at all. Wow. Well, maybe. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Well, I, I mean, know. that doesn't. I mean, that's just my opinion. Maybe, maybe. I mean, if that's the popular opinion, that's the popular opinion. Well, I don't opinion. know. I mean, it's it's well between the two of us, one likes it, one completely forgot about it. So there's no popular opinion. Yeah. I'm not sure. I mean, I, I remember the general auditioning storyline, and then they ended up with Cheyenne Jackson. But I spoilers. But, oh, well, that's you know. next week. Oh, shit. But I'm saying that that's what I remember that that's what they ended up with. Like I thought I like I just assumed he was gonna pop up as one of these auditions because I was like, Oh, he must audition and get hired this episode but yeah. obviously that didn't happen, so I didn't remember anything about it. Yeah. I don't know. I and I, I I'd forgotten the whole bed bug subplot because I mean, it's so small. Like it's important in the overall character. It makes Jack re examine his entire personhood. 
don't know. It's just it's kind of like you know, it kind of just gets lost in the shuffle because it's just like I, I don't feel like they could have used anything else like bed bug. I guess bed bug like they say in the show like bed bugs was a hot topic, so it makes sense. Yeah. But I don't know. It just seems kind yeah, of yeah. This is what end of two thousand nine, right? So yeah. this that was yeah that was one of the big bed bug whatever flare up or something. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. No, I I just I have a lot of memory of this episode and a lot of good memories and positive memories just the, the dot com stuff yeah um, i say the dot com stuff this episode is tops yeah we, we learned his first yeah, name we learned his first name i don't know i think we do the i think we've learned grizzes already or we we will learn grizzes by the end um but yeah no there's just a lot happening in this episode and it's 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 i to me it is one of the top 10 30 rock episodes but i might be wrong i've been wrong plenty of times before so why oh. stop now <laughs> It's all subjective. Exactly. Agreed. Tell that to the internet. I'm sure they'll listen. Uh, any other thoughts on Audition Day before we hop in? Let's hop in. Right. Uh, so, yeah, basically the cold open is going to set up the uh, the audition sub, the audition main plot um, and as well as start to hint at the bed bug storyline. Uh, with Alec Baldwin, there's a f- there's a few fun moments through this episode where they do the very obvious nothing could possibly go wrong, and then like in any other sitcom, that's a line that's just said, and of course, snap cut to something going wrong. Where in this in in Thirty Rock, when they say that, Liz like gives a very knowing look at the camera, like looks directly down the camera, like just wait and see. So it's a lot of, like, they know they're in a sitcom at this point, and they're just, they're playing it up. So it's, it's a lot of fun laughs. So we're agreed. Assuming nothing goes wrong in the next eight hours, Jaden Michael Tyler will be the next TGS cast member. Eight cities, 40 comics, one slap fight with a TSA agent. I'm done. Jaden's the one. <sighs> now we just have to make Jack think that hiring Jaden was his decision. Who are the decoys we will be using for the audition? A uh, middle-aged female comic with a bolo tie, a uh, one-man band who only plays Halloween music, and Australia's Jackie Mason. Jack will hate all of them and pick Jaden. Oh, I hate doing this to people. They all think this is their big break, but we're just using them. I call it the Hornburger system. You've never been on the other side of this, Pete. Auditioning is hard. So much rejection. Elizabeth Lemon, I am represented by Suzanne's B-plus talent. My carpets need a deep clean. Next! And then you call your mom and tell her it went great, and you've got a really good feeling about this year. I know it's no fun, but you are making this guy's dreams come true. At your age, it's probably the last time you'll ever make a man happy. (laughs) That's true, Liz is old. Uh, Where are we on this audition? Uh, We've narrowed it down to four people for this afternoon. I'm already not liking some of these people. It reminds me of being on the bus. Hey, come on, guys, these are people up here with feelings and mothers who worry about them. Lemon, stop right there. You are on top of the pyramid. TGS is a small pyramid, which nevertheless will one day be your tomb. You can't let emotions distract you from making decisions about the slaves who built the pyramid, which again will one day be your tomb. Jeez, sorry I'm not a robot. We all are, but we're getting there. In ten years, this will all be the size of a microchip. Until then, you're in charge. Think like a robot. Be logical and dispassionate. Are you okay? See, that's exactly what I'm talking about, human empathy. It's as useless as the Winter Olympics. 
this February on NBC. Fun more synergy from NBC Universal. The Olympics this February on NBC. Gotta watch those. Oh, so I guess speaking of Olympics, since the coronavirus is topical of this, I mean, it's still a few months. It's what five months out? It's in July, end of July, beginning of August. It's getting close. What are like someone at work about three weeks ago was like, "Oh, they might cancel the Olympics they because might. of that," and I was like, "Nah, I don't know. That sounds that sounds extreme." But as we're getting closer. I'm starting to think there might be a possibility, which would be, it would be a bonkers thing, but ultimately it would be like, that's not that big of a deal. It's a very big deal, obviously, to the athletes and the people that train very hard, and it would be a huge blow. And all blow. the billion, multi-billion dollar TV contracts. Absolutely. It would be a huge blow to uh, the Japanese economy as well as, yeah. I'm not so worried about the TV industry, they're going to be fine. But I mean, in general, but, there's a lot I mean, of money. There's a lot there. of money that would ultimately have an effect and impact on a lot of people, but it still is like, I feel like it's better safe than sorry for this. Yeah. Well, they said a week or two ago they have about two months to decide. So I guess we'll find out, see how the next month goes. I mean, today, as we're recording, they've announced that they're canceling South by totally, yeah. which makes which I expected because yeah. there were so many things pulling out that it was like, it didn't. It, I mean, I fear they would pull it just for that. But anyway, I mean, that's a pretty big thing to cancel mm-hmm. this close to it. So yeah. um, we'll have to see. I mean, there are there are soccer matches that are being announced. They're being inevitably being played in, in like empty empty stadiums or oh, closed wow. door crowds. And well, also not just the Olympics, but also the Euro Euro twenty twenty is this summer, and that's all over Europe. So that's up big perhaps This is going to be canceled is it going to be the same thing like closed door there are there's also rumors about eurovision because that's supposed to be in rotterdam in may about is it going to go ahead as planned or are they going to cancel it do it do again do a closed stadium thing which mm-hmm. i mean if for for a, for a music-based thing that kills the atmosphere yeah. or like i read something about like floating the idea of like a link up where it's like acts maybe perform in their own country and yeah. then they do that which which could be work but i mean that's still a couple months off and I mean that's obviously a lot smaller than the Olympics but I mean in terms of like the Dutch economy that's like a huge, huge yeah. short term boost that's and money that would be lost so I mean a lot of big events that we'll just have to see over the next little while what happens yeah yeah no it's 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 pretty I mean it's a severe thing um, when you think about it on the grand scale but yeah it, it would be crazy to see the olympics canceled as it was i mean like there was literally was it 96 was the atlanta bombing like mm-hmm. there's literally a bombing in the middle yeah. of the olympics and well that also right on, but it was a smaller that was a it was yeah, a small incident. controlled yeah. incident but it I still mean, was like i mean i feel like and there were the what boy- was the munich was the munich the one where the people were were killed in yes. the hotel and yeah show must go on kind yeah. of thing and i mean and there were the boycotts in the 80s i guess that yeah. was but I mean, but it hasn't been straight up canceled since World War Two. Right. Yeah. So, but that extenuating circumstances, I think that's well, yes, understandable. Well, as I'm saying, I mean, right. I mean, there's not a knock on wood. There's not a war going on right now, and there won't be then. Well, like, technically, there are many wars going on. Well, sorry, a, on scale, a world scale war. Multiple countries, yeah. more than five or six are happening. Yes. Yeah. No, I I agree. Yeah. So I, I like the idea of a talent agency called what what's her name Suzanne's B plus yeah Suzanne's B plus so talent. I wonder how does that place stay in business what what talent are they supplying and where are they getting work that's I mean, making them enough money to Josh would be a B talent he's not right but I'm saying but, but 
what kind of shows or advertisements or commercials or well, commercials advertisements, but you know what I mean. Like what things are featuring B plus talents and enough of them that the agency can stay afloat. Seemingly, I mean, unless it's just a rich lady who's like it's a it's her vanity project. <laughs> she, she always wanted to to run to run a talent agency. So yeah, it's also fun to see younger Liz again because we don't really get that many stories of Liz being an actress or trying to be an actress. Like we've had the love line yes we've had suzanne's b talent uh, b b's b plus talent um have we had anything that sh- showcased her being a young actress want to be there are a couple of flash like there's been a couple of flashbacks to when they were in chicago and like like stage yeah. stuff right so i mean not not filmed acting but yeah. stage stage i don't think we get that many so it's, it seems like it seems like a really missed opportunity to see more of just young liz i don't know i think it's used sparingly enough that that's when true. it happens it's usually pretty funny that's true it, it, yeah but i guess less is more in that situation yeah so word has already gotten around or at least rumors have gotten around that there will be an audition held today and jenna is on the hunt to find any details about who may be auditioning or anything so she can I don't know, be involved or be paranoid. <laughs> Tracy, I just heard they're closing down the set today. Do you think it's for auditions? Jennifer M., why are you so worked up? Because it's going to be a disaster. Like Katrina. Do you remember Katrina? That crazy girl from hair and makeup? Nothing's going to change. They're going to hire some skinny white guy. How is that a threat? You'll do your lady characters, and I will get on stage, and people will laugh even when I forget my, um, my... Line? Line. Lines. Everybody's a threat, Tracy. You don't know who's going to walk through that door. It's true. Anything can happen in the audition process. Oh, yeah, I forgot, Dot Com. You know everything about acting because you played a bird in some stupid school play. <laughs> yes, Tracy, I was Tregoran in The Seagull on the Wesleyan Arts Base main stage. He will know. Vampire! Are they closing the stage this afternoon for auditions? What's on that piece of paper? Uh, Miss Lemon did say, keep this away from Jenna. She may have meant the Jenna that works downstairs at that luggage store. So I'm going to give it to you. I do like how they slowly deal out dot-com's character details, but deal out is not the word I'm trying to use. There's a Trickle. word. No, there's a specific word. They di- I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I like how over time they kind of portion out dot-com's uh, back history including that now we know that he went to wesleyan which mm-hmm. is like a, a i mean a very well regarded like kind of artsy i don't know art liberal artsy school like yeah is that up there with like juilliard um i don't know if it's like a straight like performing arts school but i think it's like it's it's one of those like little smaller liberal arts colleges like a lot of artsy type people like a lot of people who go there end up being like writers or actors or artists or things like that anyway but i mean it's it's a, it's a really well regarded school so like so it flushes out his character a little bit more in a way yeah. that you wouldn't expect. Yeah. No, it's, it's. I mean, clearly, like, Tracy, at first you think Tracy's just like, he played, you think he's talking about his playing, like, in a kid's play, and he's, like, making fun of him. But the, the reveal later is that he's actually intimidated because he knows he could be very good on stage. So it's, it's a lot of fun of Tracy even, like, being paranoid or at least being a bully because he knows there's a threat with dot com but yeah this episode i think gives the most uh dot com character we've had the entire show thus far and i think it peaks with this i don't think we get much more 
And the most we that. know is the most we know at this point of him is he has a crush on Grizz's fiance. Um, that's really the most we've had. And, and he typically has to be the smartest one in the room. Um, but yeah, that's the most we've got out of his character. So this this is a nice look into him. I just don't think we get more from him going forward. But that's fine. I mean, he's 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 a background character. He's not so much supposed to be a star of the show, but. It's, it's those small things that, that help those characters stand out and stick with you as the show goes on. Also, speaking <clears throat> of Kenneth, isn't it weird that the last episode was in Jacqueline to Stone Mountain, but they didn't bring Kenneth. Like, they don't really discuss anything about it. Like, this episode, they don't mention it, I mean, to him at all. Like, it just seems weird that they would go to his hometown where he's from and there's no, like, he either wouldn't want to go with them or want to know what they did while they were there. I mean, maybe they didn't, that's all off camera and they just don't reference it at all. But like, it just, it just is a little weird that like, I you, you go to someone's hometown and there, I don't know, there's just no mention of it whatsoever. Right. Like you would think you'd have someone that knows. Yeah. The or at least, or at least just some reference to something. I just noticed that like, it was weird. It was like, hmm. there was just absolutely no follow up on that. And like, in terms of Kenneth, yeah, no, it's it's fair. It 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 is like you think there would be a one or two two line throwaway yeah. joke or something, but yeah, to not even reference it or anything. But then again, like Thirty Rock's not really known for continuing too many storylines, so I guess you just kind of no, forget. No. It, it seems like it, is, it seems it just, like just like a one line throwaway or something would have been something like that, and the show would do. But yeah, it's it's not at all, which I just like found like kind of just like weird. Yeah, no, I agree. That's that's a fair point. Uh, but meanwhile, Kenneth heads up to Jack's office to give him the audition rundown as well as discovery about Jack's condition. Thank you, Kenneth. Oh, my, sir. Looks like you got a bad case of the two daddies. Ozark Kisses, The Woodsman's Companion. Bed bugs. They're a big problem in New York right now. I don't have bed bugs, Kenneth. I went to Princeton. Sir. Anyone can get them. Back in Stone Mountain, even the mayor had bed bugs, and she was a horse. So see, see right there, like Kenneth talked about Stone Mountain, but mm-hmm. it's like it doesn't, and, and that that would have been like the perfect opportunity to like some joke or something. Yeah, or, like maybe like, maybe I got them when I was young. I mean, not to say something like that, like or, oh, cheesy. Was, but well, you couldn't say like something about like oh yeah, I, re- I remember her. She was delicious because like well they had that joke last episode mm-hmm. where they talked about eating a foal. But like something like that, like yeah. oh yeah, I met her or I saw the statue about her. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. Yeah. But, so I mean, it's a time to necessarily. I'm saying it's like a, a criticism. It's just a missed opportunity. Yeah, just, yeah. I'm sorry. A- am I interrupting? Uh, uh, no, Breckman, it's nothing. It's not nothing, sir. Mr. Donaghy's got Blue Ridge quilt ticklers. Oh, sorry, bed bugs. Bed bugs? Can't those live in your clothes? That's true, Mr. Donaghy. The mayor had to burn all her pantsuits. Don't worry about it, Breckman. I'll see you at the uh, business development meeting at 11. You know what? Uh, we may not need you for that, so I'm going to go now. Speaking of dot-com, like we did five minutes ago, hearing that auditions are happening, he goes to Liz to see if he can. Hey, what's up, dot-com? The net. great Uta Hagen once said is why I'd like to audition for TGS. Walter, you idiot, you lost the card. Wait, you want to audition? Oh, dot com, I think you're great. But no, I'm sorry, you can't. I thank you for treating my requests with respect. Liz, I need to speak with you. Beat it, Grizz or dot com. 
I saw your audition list. What? I told Kenneth to... Luggage store Jenna. What are our options besides Jaden Michael Tyler? A lot of good people. <gasps> You're setting him up to get it. Wait, you don't think I know that trick? You don't think I've been brought in on a million auditions just to make Kim Cattrall seem grounded and human? Yes, fine. We're stacking the deck for Jaden. Let me guess what your problem is with him. He's a talented actor, and you're threatened by that. Oh, I know him, Liz. We did a play together 20 years ago, and we were best friends. Until he betrayed me. Hey, Jenna, congratulations on your nomination for Worst Supporting Bra. <laughs> what play is that? I will not allow this to happen. Oh. This process is painful enough without you adding your crazy to it. Too late. I'm getting that hot feeling in my head. So, the, I mean, obviously for the joke and for the story, Liz can't tell .com outright. No, we, we have who we're going to pick. We have a system in place. But that really would have solved that problem because him getting the the ability to audition is what sets off everything else well, right. coming out of control yeah, which that's, that's for the point but even still like I'm okay seemingly well, but seemingly everyone else knows there's auditions happening but it's only until dot com gets an audition that everything goes out of control so she could have just explained to him like privately real quickly hey it's nothing personal it's whatever it's just we hate doing this. We just we have our talent that we're gonna get, and we're we have four people, and that's it. Like it would have just made it a lot simpler, um, because I mean, or at least have another episode where they're because we already know they're looking for other talent. Like why wouldn't Frank earlier when they first learned that there's gonna be a new cast member throw his well his literal hat into the ring to say I want to audition? You know what I mean? Because he does give the line. Like, I thought you were hiring outside talent. Exactly. But it's only until this episode we learn that, you know? It's it's kind of like, I don't know. I mean, I'm okay with it. I think it... I'm okay with it. Everyone just assumes that no one's... Right. Everyone assumes that it's not going to be someone who's already there, so they don't bother. But then if .com is allowed to, that means that they're they're taking people within, so everyone's allowed to. I mean, she could have explained... I don't know. I mean, But if she explains that, then what's the plot of the rest of the episode? Like, I'm willing to... I don't think it's... I don't think it's a problem. From a plot standpoint, personally, but fair enough. As that scene ends, dot uh, com nefariously or dece- deviously. I mean, we don't. I mean, it's played that he's being he was being sneaky to get the audition, but maybe he really was talking to his mother. I no, I know. I, I, I the way he snaps that phone, like he know, but he uh, he's he's phoning uh, his mom. To, to basically give the bad news that he didn't get the audition and that plays on Liz's empathy. And so she invites him to audition because she is obviously, as we know from the cold open, she was in that situation before. She doesn't want someone else to be hurt, blah, blah, blah. Um, we also, uh, Jack is basically relegated to his office uh, on the wonderful Cisco teleconference system that has been set Product up in his placement. office. I guess they decided that year that there were a lot of Upper income people in business who watch this show, so yeah, maybe that's they they were done appealing to the Midwesterners, yeah. so they were like, let's appeal to the executives, exactly, all the rich people that'll actually watch us. Um, it's it's a fun play for the joke of, I think they say Cisco at least three times, if not more than that, but they're just continuously yeah. praising the system. Yeah, I mean that's really what it was because like even even when like Thirty Rock and Parks, basically the NBC Thursday night. Thursday night lineup around the office like even when they were lower rated in general like those shows were always like 
the highest in the top 10 of like incomes over whatever so mm-hmm. i'm sure that's exactly what it what it was so yeah. i wonder i wonder how many cisco systems that this episode sold <laughs> now that pete learns that dot com's auditioning it's thrown his whole system out of whack and he has to quickly figure out a solution. What do you mean, dot com's auditioning? How dumb are you? Is there anything in there? Stop it, you know my Fontanelle never closed. I tried to be strong, but I just couldn't tell him no. And now I don't have to, see? Because we're making it Jack's decision. We were, but now you've compromised the Hornberger system. It's for people for a reason. The first guy Jack's settling in, the second he hates, the third is Jaden. The fourth proves how good Jaden is. The more people you add, the less effective it is. Like a neighborhood dad garage band. Come on, it's just dot com. It won't be, because this is what you're doing. I'm driving a bus? No, you're, you're, you're opening the floodgates. With a horizontal wheel? Floodgate wheels are horizontal! It was all under control. Now everyone's gonna want in and we can't stop them. Hey, what the frack, nerds? Pete told me you were only looking at outside people. Now dot-com's auditioning? Frank, I know you're a stand-up, but... No but. I want in. And I'm not changing my act to fit your stupid show. So you were talking about how NBC would use themes or they would they would use that synergy to cross promote or whatever do you remember in the 90s and it was really more prominent at least from my viewpoint of like abc shows where they would have like crossover episodes or like entire nights dedicated to like a celebrity being on every show somehow some sort of subplot running through all of them yeah does that still happen? Oh yeah, CW. I think the CW oh. DC shows have crossovers all the time. Like well, the NBC Chicago does. shows, like the Chicago Med, Chicago Fire, whatever mm. PD. They all they have crossover. Grey's Anatomy does crossovers. I know with its spinoffs. So mm. I think. I mean, I guess it's, I guess that's I, I, more subtle. It's not as maybe it's not as publicized because like we're past like the era of like sweep sweep. Yeah. Right. I mean, sweep sweep exists, but it's not like saying so. They happen. Just maybe it's not since. In general, network TV isn't watched as much. Maybe they just don't get as much um, notoriety anymore. Yeah, so. I guess. I guess plus we don't watch TV the traditional yeah. sense. The only reason why I know is because, like, basically, like, when I'm following, <laughs> if I'm looking at, like, ratings or whatever, and to be like, oh, all of a sudden, all these shows had, like, this big uptick. It's like, oh, there was a cross... And I read it's like, oh, there was a crossover event that night. Actually, the most recent one I can think of, and it really... It's such a hard thing to count because... It was a two-show crossover, but it was when New Girl and Brooklyn Nine-Nine... Oh, that's right. Had a I forgot about small that. Crossover. Yeah, very small. But it, was, yeah, yeah. it was like, you blink and you miss it. But Yeah, it was like Zoe, Zoe Deschanel was like randomly driving a car or something and hit someone... Or not hit someone or someone was in her car. I, I think can't remember. She, she, wasn't, driving she was driving. I don't think she was paying attention. So she crashed into like a light pole. And then Andy Samberg pops oh, on okay. screen. He's like, I need your car. And he, she's like, I don't know who you are. And that Zoe Deschanel voice. I could do it if I practice. Sure. Um, but yeah, that's the most recent one I can think of. And I know the DC or the, the CW Dove. I don't know about like Riverdale or whatever. But like I know the CW does it because like Flash and Green Lantern and... Yeah. Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of Black the Hidden Lightning Temple. and Supergirl. All of those. They are, are basically a cinematic universe mm-hmm. anyway. So that makes sense. But yeah, I guess they still happen. How sure. many DC shows are there? I, mean, I know Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow. How many did we just name? Was that five, five or six? Or six? God, that's well. The f- is that all? Green, of them? Lamp, Green Arrow ended, I think. Arrow, oh, Arrow, Arrow ended. Is this season. did it end or is it, still it ended? It, I'm okay. pretty sure it ended. I, okay. it, I think it just wrapped up. Okay, last year. Okay, uh, might have been this last year. Last season? Right, sorry, like last season. Yeah, last year would have been this. This twenty nineteen. Yeah. 
and Supernatural's ending soon. This is its this final the last season. season. Yeah, this is the final season for I that. I think. 300 plus episodes. That's a lot of episodes. That's a lot of episodes. A lot of hour-long episodes. So a lot has happened at 30 Rock. Even Brian Williams is, a, is in the know that TGS is looking for a new cast, so he throws his hat in. Uh, Jack is forced to take uh, public transportation to get to his dermatologist appointment. And Jenna and Tracy set out to find more auditioners. Is that a word? I think so. Auditioner. Okay. Yeah. okay. That's why you're here. Thanks. <laughs> No, not since I was a child. What is Kathy Geist doing here? Her father heard about Brian Williams and insisted she get a chance. There's too many people here for the Hornberger system, Liz. What if Jack actually picks one of these weirdos? Do you know the Australian Jackie Mason was chemically castrated by his government? Liz, Pete. Jaden, you made it. So, uh, this is my competition, huh? No! Bad. Sorry, it's a little crazy here today. Are you kidding? I'm just happy to be here. This is corny, but will you take a picture of me in front of the TGS sign? Yes, of course. <laughs> Thanks. Maybe this will convince my mom to stop sending me law school applications. <laughs> <laughs> my mom used to send me articles about how older virgins are considered good luck in Mexico. Okay, well, I'll see you on stage. I can't believe this is happening. Okay, this may be a train wreck, but that is the body that we need to pull out of it. All right, I'll rethink the system and try to make it work. Hey, at least we know it can't get any worse. <laughs> ah, it ends on another fun. Let's look at the camera uh, moment. Uh, so off camera, you were mentioning the actor that's playing um, Jaden. Uh, as far as I can tell, just looking quickly at his filmography, Nick Fondulis is the actor. He hasn't had a regular like role. He's just had like character actor bits and things like that. But you made the comment like, why wouldn't they hire someone? Or no, I wouldn't. Hire, they, it, it, it just like, seems like for that role that would be a perfect cameo for for a big name cameo, or at least like like you were saying, someone in the SNL family to come by and. I mean, like they had David Schwimmer on yeah. in season two to play Greenzo, which was a big part in that episode, yeah. but. He was gone yeah. or something. Well, not even necessarily yeah. someone that, and just like someone, it just seems like. Or maybe maybe this guy had something going on at NBC at the time, yeah. and they thought he was going to be the next hot thing. Yeah. And Or maybe they just auditioned, and they liked him the best. Or maybe he passed the audition. <laughs> That's The Hornberger system worked for him. Or it was supposed to be Andy Samberg, and he couldn't at the last second. Oh, that would have been perfect. Yeah. Because, yeah, it definitely would have worked for him as a good. Because uh, he did. I think he did Parts and Rec around this time. He was, on a, he was a couple episodes of Parks and Rec as the loudmouth um, park ranger. Yeah, he would have been perfect. Ah, we should be writing these shows. Ugh, no, that's not true. <laughs> ah. You know what still bums me out, though? It should be, um, what's her name from SNL? Um, Jenny Slate. No, 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 no. Uh, she was on Weekend Update for like a season. Uh, she's the, the brunette or the doctor. Cecily Strong. Cecily Strong. She should be playing. Uh, is it Roberta, the, la- the 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 assistant on Shrill? 
Gabe's assistant. What's her name? Ruthie. Oh, Ruthie. She, it, yeah. It's Cecily Strong. That character is playing oh. Cecily Strong. But I really like the actress no, who does she's it. Great. She's really she's good. She's great. But the first season I was watching, I was like, this is yeah. Cecily That's Strong's right. character. That's right. I remember you saying that. No, like, yeah. why didn't they just get Cecily Strong to yeah. do this? Maybe she was supposed to and didn't work out scheduling wise. Because yeah. obviously, yeah. AD Bryant knows right. yeah, Cecily Strong. Yeah. And that, yeah, it's it, it's and that Shrill's so far my favorite show this year. Really, it's, it's super solid. Hmm. And we haven't finished yet, yeah. but it's only like it's what, good. Episodes so it's, far? Yeah, we only have like two left. Yeah. I think. Yeah, but I don't know. It's just it's a good slice of life. Just look inside of a character. Um, it's not crazy over the top or anything like that. But it's also like. It's quirky and it's silly and it's goofy, but I don't, there's a lot of heart to it. Like especially the the wedding episode was was really well done because we got what was it? Oh, I'm, I can't even think of characters' names. What was Francis is the is her, is her roommate. roommate? Yeah, yeah. Like I think she that's the most character development she's had, in, mm-hmm. if not the entire show, definitely thus far. Uh, it's, it's it's a it's a good show. I recommend it. Good job, Hulu. Good, yeah, it's your best. It's your best original yet. Sorry, Handmaid's Tale. Anyway, <laughs> so Tracy and Jenna have come back to Thirty Rock with their New York findings for their auditions, and and Liz Liz confronts them and reinforces Jaden's capabilities even more. I don't know how you dragged this idiot in on your paranoia. Paranoia? Where? You are not taking away the one good thing that I get out of this miserable process. If you're talking about hiring Jaden, you're insane. Just call anyone he's ever worked with. I did. I called every one of his references, and they are impressive. A commercial with Martin Scorsese, an off-Broadway play with Christopher Walken. He's even studying the Meisner technique with Sir Gilbert Gottfried. And they all said the same thing. All right, let me tell you one thing about Jade. I love Jade. I love Jade. I love Jade! Looking back, all three of those descriptions were a tip-off of what was going to happen, because Martin Scorsese commercial... Is oh, that... he did a master card? He did a credit card commercial. I don't know if he was doing them around this time, but he... I don't, I don't know. I assume he was probably directing well, himself in those, but... I guess you could see no, Christopher Walken doing off-Broadway plays, yeah. but... But then, but then the Meisner technique with Gilbert Gottfried, uh, yeah. yeah, foreshadowing. But well, I'll I'll blow your mind in Ooh. just a moment. Was describing your sandwich necessary to our understanding of what happened? None of your actors are auditioning. The Hornberger system will prevail. Think again, Liz. The Hornberger system will devail. Is that the opposite of prevail? <sighs> I hoped it wouldn't come to this, but now I have to ruin Jaden psychologically. Tell me more. I'm going to walk up to him and say the four most vicious words you can say to a person you've already met. Nice to meet you. And that freaks people out, huh? This is a learning and friendship adventure. That was really Scorsese's walking and Gottfried's voices. Really? Well, I knew it was definitely... Well, if it wasn't Gilbert Gottfried, I knew it was someone who was a very good imitator. Yeah. And, no, I literally... And the walk sounded like walking, but I didn't know, but I didn't know it was actually... I've, seen, I've heard so many people that, it, that yeah. can do a good to great walking impression, and I really thought that it was Jaden, but I'm guessing when Jaden is doing them in his audition, 
like I was paying close attention. It looks like they're his voice is being dubbed over with Gottfried and Walking mm-hmm. the Voice, unless he's really good at replicating their voices. But I don't think that's don't the think case. So. No. so yeah, that was. I mean, Scorsese. I I've heard him speak, but I don't know enough. I haven't heard enough of him to know. Okay, I buy that. But I mean, you know, Gottfried's got a very very distinctive voice, and Walking's got a very distinctive talking like speech pattern so anyone can sort of replicate that but yeah that's all three of those actors and directors i guess were providing their voices which also explains in that scene because liz is reacting but her timing's a little bit off so it means to me that they were all adr and they were all maybe reading a little bit different than how liz was supposed to be reacting so like because the summer for arm movements are like either too early or like too late to what they're saying and what how she would be responding to those situations but fun fact did i blow your mind exposure meanwhile jacks had a change of heart and tries to plead with women to do the right thing all of them to the curb like so much human garbage why are you being so cold and dispassionate what because you told me to and you just blindly do whatever i say what are you a robot you also told me to be a robot. What is going on with you? I have bed bugs, and these bed bugs have chewed the blinders off my eyes. These are all people, women, with feelings. Ah! They all get a chance. They all get to audition. Anyone who wants to audition, just give your name to Pete. Anthony DeChico. I need an Obama wig. Uh, so the next bit is going to be, it's going to be a little bit longer than we then we've played this episode, but it's going to be the entire audition series of events. Frank Rossitano, Queens, New York. I guess dreams can come true. So last weekend I was at the mall, but then I went to the beach with my niece's friend, and then I at the pool party. For my first character... I'd like to do an old janitor who's finally had enough and stabs everybody. Hello, I'm Jenna Maroney. Oh, hi, I'm Jaden. Nice to meet you. How dare you pretend you don't remember me? I'm the one who doesn't remember you! Josh Gerard, former TGS cast member. Then some movie work. That didn't pan out. Then my agent dropped me. Then a web short where they made me do guy, guy stuff. Oh, God, forgive me. I call this character Smelly Belly. Do you think he did Bait Bus or Sean Cody? Well, well Sean was... Cody's not not really trickery. No. Bait Bus seems the one most likely. Probably yes. There's probably a dozen others. Who knows? Like Who knows? They probably can't say them. Good evening. We are Laugh of the Mohicans. Our first bit is the Hamburglar. No. Two friendless didn't tell me they were gonna go together. This throws off the whole system. I gotta find one more. Hey.com, nice to meet you. Why would he say that to me? Have you ever wondered what happens in the refrigerator after the light goes off? Does the milk say, let's go down to the crisper drawer and make trouble? I don't know. Forget about it. You wanna be on a TV show? Growing up in Bed-Stuy, there was a certain music to the way people talked. Hey, papi, what you doing? I'm sorry. Can I start over? Someone really messed with my head right before I came on. 
So that is from Tracy Morgan's actual pitch that he was doing when he was trying to get on SNL. That was his oh, really? monologue. Was... I was saying, it sounded, it, it, it sounded like a real bit, but yeah. I didn't know it was that. Yeah, and that was what he would used to do uh, when he was trying to get on SNL. So, neat. There you go. I dream that love would never die. I dream that God would be I have to say, Kathy Geis as Susan Boyle is so perfect. It's like, was the so way back a couple seasons ago when Kathy Geis like was did was Susan Boyle known by then? Because like it's it's so perfect. It's no, like did it just was, work out? This was a relatively topical joke for them to so, make because yeah. it, it would happen in the span of this season ending or the last season ending and this season starting. Yeah. So I mean, it's, I mean, it was a little late to the yeah. Susan Boyle parody or jokes but i mean it was still relatively topical I mean, and yeah. it's definitely on brand for the it kathy guys character perfect yeah for that that's funny yeah i guess i feel like it's been 10 years we should quickly talk about the whole susan boyle thing uh i mean that makes What's it sound like it's, i know it makes it sound like it's a controversy it wasn't a controversy but she was uh was it britain's got talent yeah. is that what it uh-huh. is yeah so she was a contestant on britain's got talent yes no, I'm, I'm some wanna, some might not actually true. know. Um, uh, so she was a contestant, which Britain's Got Talent is basically American Idol for Britain. No, it's like America's Got Talent for Britain, which is just like American Idol. No, 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 they, no, have, no they, they have ventriloquists. Right. Remember, it's not just singing. No, no, you're right. But she's she was I think late 30s, early 40s. She just looked she, not like a normal looks, pop star. Yeah, she looks like someone who wouldn't have an operatic voice and be incredibly talented at singing and she was basically laughed off the stage as soon as she walked on and then she started singing um dream to dream from Les Mis and just literally blew everyone away and i still watch that from time to time like it's still an incredible performance and i know i take a lot of those with a grain of salt because i know they edit those with the audience reactions and they edit it with the clapping and the applause it's edited it's not the actual performance in terms of how the audience is reacting to what was happening on stage but it's still like it's she literally blew everyone away and it, it gained her a record recording contract and i think it was one of those instances where she was not ready at all for the publicity and she became more of a recluse than she kind of already was she sold a lot of albums though, she, no, especially she, in the uk yeah she made her money so i and she she seems happy but yeah she was just well, I mean, she wasn't ready. She, I mean, she was from like a small, very whatever small. town, sheltered life. So, I mean, it, yeah. It, yeah, yeah. It's not surprised that sudden fame was would have been, would have been too much. Yeah, but no, it's. I still go back and watch that that clip, and it's still like, man, she's really good. Because just the turn of everyone that was like laughing at her, like, or nearly in tears, and like, oh my god, like, wow, we. And there's even like a fun joke, like Simon Cowell. Like, uh, is like, I knew the moment you walked on stage, you were going to be something wonderful. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just being a dick. Okay, here we go. You can do it. Hi, I'm Jaden Michael Tyler. My first piece will be a dinner party at Martin Scorsese's house with Christopher Walken and Gilbert Gottfried. What? Thank you for inviting us, Martin. I brought wine! <laughs> bitch. I was talking to you on the phone, wasn't I? What? 
give it up. I figured out your game. Congratulations. Your show is so stupid, I thought you would be too. I can't believe I went through all of this for you. I fought for you, Jaden, and now I'm gonna have to start all over. No, you don't. You're giving me the job no matter what, because your fingerprints are all over my camera. So? So? You said you'd only hire me if I'd let you take pictures of my genitals. Oh, no! What is wrong with them? Jenna was right. You're totally crazy. Would a crazy person laugh like this? <laughs> That's a funny joke, but I've never liked that setup of a joke of what a crazy yeah, person do something like this. And it's like, well, I mean, it's just such Why, a... yes, yes, they would. Yeah, it's just so lazy. At least, like, with the jokes of, like, what could possibly go wrong, they're subverting those jokes by looking at you like, get ready. That, it's just like, would a crazy person laugh like this? It's like, oh, well. I've had enough laughs this episode. I guess I'll give them a break since it's okay. Ah, so we come to the end of the episode. Jack is reflecting on his first audition day and how terrible it was. I'd never been to an audition before. It was upsetting. A grotesque carnival of human misery. To be fair, I did not think Kathy Geis was going to finish her song by taking off her underpants. However, the process was a pleasant reminder that some of us are, in fact, better than others. There was one clear standout, in my opinion. No, I know. He was my favorite, too, but we can't. He's crazy. We have to start over. All actors are crazy, Lemon, and the more talented they are, the crazier they are. I mean, <laughs> look at Jenna and Tracy. They handed in a check request form for $600,000 worth of gas. Your job is to manage the crazy and bring out the talent. Crazy is one thing. He's a psychopath. You're wrong. He's a good person. And this conversation is over. We're hiring the robot. The robot is the guy that you like. And you think he's the best because... Because he was the only one of them, the only person in New York who would shake the hand of a man with bed bugs, Lemon. We're not just hiring an actor, we're hiring a co-worker, a human being, and I say we hire the one who lives by the code of the robot. Care. Love. Live. Okay. So, instead of starting from scratch, we are hiring the robot on the show to act. Boy, I hope he speaks English. Yikes. Well, we know he understands English because when Pete asked if he wanted to be on TV, he went right with them. Well, TV is a universal term. So you hear that, you probably think, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I guess you did spoil it at the beginning of the episode, but Cheyenne Jackson did not play the robot in this episode. Um, but we'll see him next episode. So. Oh. <gasps> Spoiler alert. So we should say that recently Jack Welch, the GE legend, yeah. passed away. And I mean, did yeah, he, this week, he, yeah. he, he he did a cameo on 30 Rock. Yeah, he's coming up this season. We'll see okay. him this season. Um, oh, well, we can talk about more then. But yeah, but I mean, he was what Jack's mentor or inspiration I or think, whatever. No, Don Geis, I think, is technically his mentor. Okay. But he. Yeah. But Jack Welch is like the real life. Don Geist, Geist, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. yeah we'll see him eventually. Yeah, he passed away. He was 83, I 
I, I, I feel like it was in the headline, but it's not. It's also not that important to age. But yeah, um, we'll we'll talk more about that when we get there. And that's a this is the one where Don Guys passes away, just coming up this season. But I mean, so this whole idea, this is reinforcing my argument last week about Jeff Dunham slash a ventriloquist being added to the show. Why are you adding a robot to the show if that's his one act, you know? And I think they touch on that in the next episode, too. That's just because Jack had a moment of sentimentality. Right, right. And because he's the boss, you're not going to say no to him. And and, and it's an easy out, so Liz doesn't have to start the search all over either, so. Well, yeah, thoughts on Audition Day? Same as what I said at the beginning. I think I, I liked it. It was a good episode, but... To me, I wouldn't. I wouldn't personally put it among my like all time favorites. I how? Are, I mean, we're only four episodes in. It's not entirely fair, but how? Knowing, I think we talked about the end of season three. Um, you mentioned that three and four were like the the standout seasons of Thirty Rock. So going back into season four, do you still think that's rings yeah. true? Yeah. Like, in my memory, I have it that way. I mean, I think the season so far has been good, but not I don't know like I, I what I'm learning is there were a lot more episodes in the first two seasons that like I have really strong memory of than I thought like if so now I'm thinking like if you would have asked me up for a lot of the episodes we saw in the first and second season I would have said they were in the third or fourth season so now I'm kind of wondering like do you think it's did, did I misremember and but I mean I obviously we're only a couple episodes in so there's still a lot of the season left but I think having watched basically season one up till season four, like in a compressed period of time, is the reason why I pushed them all together so much. So it's like, I don't know, I don't know. So I, but I mean, I don't know. Season three had a lot of had a lot of high had yeah. yeah. Season three had a lot of high points. So I mean, I'm sure season four is coming. I mean, I think season four has been good so far. Just not. I don't know. I haven't felt like oh, these are like all time amazing episodes yet. For, for the for the few weeks scene, but all right. So what about season three? Do you think that one still uh, stood up to what your memory had, or or at least for the the internet's? It just seems like reputation? I don't know. It seems like there have been a good amount of peaks in each season so far. So I don't know. It's also since we've been doing this once a week, it's hard to again like necessarily like strongly draw a line between each season. That's in my bad. head right now. Yeah, and the, it does. It. I mean, it. De- I mean. As, on the other hand, as for me as someone who watched these back to back to back multiple times, I'm always running episodes together or maybe not remembering exactly what season an episode took place in, um, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Because, I mean, the comedy is the comedy and the laughs aren't necessarily inherent to a single episode. So it's it's still forgivable, but re-watching them and thinking oh that's where that joke comes from like okay i didn't expect and I mean, again like like i said with this like the bed bug storyline it's in my brain somewhere that it happens in 30 rock but i don't remember it being in this one and it's in this one and it's still forgettable for the most part because it's like it's an important plot point but it it's gone and then it's just like nothing nothing comes of it so it's just like that i mean that could have been a fun through line of paying off like Jack's whole thing this season so far is getting back to real America and having to be like one of the people he thinks lesser of and so for him to have to um, spend his life like them and then him realizing I don't actually want to be like those people but I want them 
to think that I respect them or whatever. That would have been a fun storyline for them to explore, but they didn't really do that. And I think it's almost, I mean, now that we have the new actor, that whole storyline has dropped after a few episodes. So there's some stuff they could have done a little bit different, but obviously hindsight's 2020 and it's easy to, what is it? Uh, armchair critic. Or Monday whatever. morning quarterback. No, armchair. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. That's, anyway, but I mean, I still, I have, so far I think season four has lived up to my memory and my expectation. I just, again, run things together in certain episodes. Like, I think this happened and this and that happened and that. But yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. I think it's still a solid season. I, I think that it's why its reputation still holds up is because of this season and the previous season and then things to come. Any other final thoughts for we toodaloo? Let's toodaloo. All right, nerds. Well, as always, thank you for joining us on Go To There. I feel like we're doing rating and reviewing and all that fun stuff. It's going to be the best way to help us out. Otherwise, we will see you next week in episode 63, season 4, episode 5, The Problem Solvers, where Chasey and Jenna team up once again to solve everyone's issues. I wonder what wacky antics will come of that. David, take us out. See you next time. There's no light of mine, Lord. I'm gonna let it shine. Oh, there's no light of mine, Lord. I'm gonna let it shine. There's no light of mine, Lord. I'm gonna let it shine. Every day, every day, let it shine. Every day, every day, I'm gonna let it shine. Oh, every day, every day. I'm gonna let it shine Every day, every day I'm gonna let it shine Every day, every day Let it shine Hey, Dotcom, nice to meet you Why would he say that to me?